last week we started with chapter one of single and not ashamed and this week we want to be looking at chapter two of the book chapter two is entitled being single being single hallelujah we have some single people listening to me tonight i want to believe that there are some single people in church this evening so you want to stay connected even as we delve into the word let's share a word of prayer heavenly father your word is already anointed i ask that you anoint my lips of clay use me to be a blessing to your people let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable unto you this day it is our prayer tonight that you speak to us lord as single people you will speak to us mysteries and and tips that will help us to live for you in the mighty name of jesus can i get an amen being single is a state of a person being unmarried once you are not married you are single he continues to say that it is also a state where a person is either divorced or separated from the spouse amen so being single is not only for people who are not married it is also for people who have been divorced or who have been separated from their spouse so they are also single once you are not in any form of marital relationship or marital contract kind of relationship you are single so sister the fact that you have been cooking for your boyfriend and doing laundry for him doesn't mean that you are married stop posting on your status my husband and so so and so he is not your husband he is your boyfriend or your beloved amen are we together am i dialing numbers tonight so once he has not married you or once she has not agreed to wear your ring she's not your wife or husband so you can't claim that you are a married person you are still single and once you are single you are ready to mingle amen so bishop says that a single person is not only somebody who is very young but a single person could be someone who has advanced in age a single person could also be someone who has advanced well advanced in age all right so it's not only young people who are single we have adults out there who are single as well adults who are who, are, who have never married adults who are out there who are either separated from their spouses or have gone through divorce and they are single and singleness is something that has already been created by god so we, we've been created to be single people we don't we don't just grow suddenly or we're not born and then we get married we go through certain stages and one of the stages that we go through is the state of being single but most of the time people think or have the notion or the mindset that once you are single you are not complete it means you are missing something and that is why a lot of people have been ridiculed by friends by colleagues because they are single and friends go about saying things like oh this person doesn't know what's up or the person is not it's not complete and all of that i believe you have heard something like that before but if if you've not heard anything like that i want you to understand that being single is not the same as being incomplete you are complete in christ jesus you have everything you need to succeed you have everything you need to be able to fulfill destiny you have everything you need to be able to enjoy fellowship with god you don't necessarily need to be in any form of relationship to be complete once you are in christ you are a complete being hallelujah are we together i want to take one scriptural reference and look at what the bible says so let's go to the book of romans chapter 1 verse 31 romans 1 31 and 32 but before we go to romans chapter 1 verse 31 and 32 let's go to the book of colossians chapter 2 Colossians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. Colossians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. Hallelujah. I want to take it from the Passion Translation. It says, For he is the complete fullness of deity living in human form. And our completeness is now found in him. We are completely filled with God as Christ's fullness overflows within us. Hallelujah. Let me take it also from the king james translation i think the king james translation makes it very clear on this subject it says that and ye are complete in him hallelujah oh this is wonderful we are complete in christ jesus we don't need to be in any form of relationship to be complete 
So the perception that a single person is not complete is wrong. It is not biblical. You don't need to be married to be complete. We see so many examples in scripture. Jesus Christ was never married, but he was complete. He fulfilled his destiny. Amen. Are we together? Jesus Christ was not married, but he fulfilled destiny. Paul the Apostle was not married, but he was one of the greatest men of God that ever walked the surface of the earth. Hallelujah. So you are complete. You are complete. Don't let anyone make you feel intimidated because you are not going out or you are not in a relationship. You are very complete. Then when we continue, Bishop talks about certain wrong perceptions about singleness. Wrong perceptions about singleness. Wrong perceptions about singleness. The first one Bishop mentions says that many single people presume that they can only serve God effectively when they are married. Many single people presume that they can only serve God effectively when they are married. I wonder where this presumption is coming from. Amen. I wonder where this presumption is coming from. That they can only serve God better or more effectively when they get married. I wonder where this thing is coming from. Because there are a lot of people in, in the Bible who were not married, but they were able to serve God faithfully. Hallelujah. So you don't need to marry before you can serve God. As a matter of fact, singleness is a state where you are able to serve God very well. Because there is no extra demands on your time. There is no extra demands on your schedule. Singlehood is a time that you are able to give God your all. So you don't need to presume that you have to be married before you can serve God. We are serving God right now because we are not married and we are doing it effectively. It doesn't mean that when people marry, they can't serve God effectively. No, that is not what we are trying to say. But it also doesn't mean that when you are single, you can't serve God effectively. You can still do so and be blessed. Jesus Christ, Paul the Apostle, Jeremiah, the prophet, Barnabas, Daniel, and all these people, they serve God as single people. The Bible never talks about them getting married or being married. There was no reference to any wife or VS, but they served God very powerfully. Hallelujah. Then the second thing Bishop mentions is that some other single people want to marry because they have emotional problems. Some other single people want to marry because they have emotional problems. Marriage is not a cure for emotional problems. Only Jesus Christ can cure your emotional problems. So if you have emotional problems and, and you feel down or if you look down upon yourself and all of that and you think that marriage will solve your problem, then you are mistaken. Hallelujah. You are already complete in Christ Jesus. You don't need... To marry, to be able to solve any form of emotional problems you may be having. Take the matter to God in prayer. As a matter of fact, if you don't deal with some of these emotional problems and emotional baggages that you are carrying, and you think that marriage will solve them, marriage will rather unveil the baggage that you are carrying. And marriage will rather make the baggage multiply. Hallelujah. So you, are, you should be able to take it to God in prayer. Pray, seek the face of God. Let the Holy Spirit help you. Bible says that he is our ever-present help in time of need. So if you are carrying any form of hurt, disappointment, abuse, or any sad thing that is giving you emotional trauma, emotional torment, or you are feeling sad all the time because of an emotional problem, it is only Jesus Christ who can grant you inner peace and also help you to enjoy your marriage marriage is not a cure for emotional problems are we together are we together can i get an amen then the third thing that bishop talks about say that some people also marry or some single people also want to marry because they think that if they marry a spiritual person like a pastor an elder a prayer warrior a deaconess they will become complete. Oh, what a shock. Some people actually think that they are incomplete. So when they marry a pastor, then they, they, will become, <laughs> they will become complete. Or when they marry a prayer warrior, then they become complete. And because of that, they are eyeing a certain prayer warrior in the church, hoping to get married to him, so, so that the prayer warrior can make them complete. But the truth of the matter is that no prayer warrior, no pastor, no bishop, no archbishop, 
no supersonic man of God can make you complete. It is a fallacy. It is a fallacy. Our wholeness comes from Jesus Christ. So if you are feeling inadequate and you think that marrying a spiritual person, a spiritual person like Pastor Courage, or you think that marrying a spiritual person like Braconidus who led us in worship will make you complete, then you are mistaken. You must be able to find wholeness and completeness in Christ Jesus before you enter into the marriage. Hallelujah. Are we together? So if you have this kind of mindset, it is wrong. It is from the pit of hell. And I pray that you not be disappointed. Hallelujah. Then Bishop also talks about some problems that confront single people. Some problems that confront single people. I believe you are taking notes. Because tonight we are dialing a lot of numbers. So if you are not writing the numbers down, you will not be able to place any phone calls through. The first one that Bishop talks about is sex change. Sex change. Sex as in male, female, not the other one. Sex change. Amen. Now Bishop says, some single people feel they have been trapped into the wrong body. Some of such people seek expensive operations called transsexual operations to have their sex change. Some people think that God has created them and put them in the wrong body. So to them, being a male or a female is a mistake that God has made. And because of that, they want to enter into transgender operations so that they can change their sexual organs. And these days, we see a lot of these things happening where a lot of people, mostly single people, think that they are better off as females than as males. So, for them, a male is not a male, and a female is not a female. I understand somebody in one of the universities outside the country said a male is a male and a female is a female, and then the person was suspended because of some of these issues. People think that they should be females, but God made them males, and because of that, they go and do a lot of expensive surgeries to be able to change their external physiology but the truth of the matter is that this only changes your external physiologies so you may be a male and then you go and do some form of operations transgender operations to be able to change external things and look like a female but within you you have the hormones of a male that is god's original intent for you you are still a male with your internal physiology and features your hormonal makeup cannot be changed hallelujah and this is one of the problems or the challenges that a lot of single people are facing they feel they are inadequate so they want to do something about themselves to become complete and so they think that they have to change their sex from male to female or from female to male most of the times the males are changed to females hallelujah then the next problem that faces young people is homosexuality and lesbianism. Oy. Homosexuality and lesbianism. Hallelujah. And currently we know what is happening in Ghana. The rainbow people who are seeking to be approved so that they become normal. They are seeking to be approved so that the rainbow colors will become a normal practice in the country, which is not. Not only among Christians, even Muslims don't approve of, of rainbow colors. If I say rainbow colors, you know what I mean. Hallelujah. So, even the Muslim community frowns on such acts of homosexuality and lesbianism. Amen. Homosexuality and lesbianism is the development of unnatural affection towards people of the same sex. So, as a male, you are only attracted to males. When you see the bomb bomb of a male, you are excited. Hey, what, what a shock. As a, as a male, when you see the bomb bomb of another male, you are excited. It is an inordinate affection. This is not the intent of God. This is not how God created man. Are we together? It is not what God created man to be. In the beginning, God created Adam and Eve. God didn't create Adam and Adam. Uh, where is this thing coming from? 
even animals, <laughs> even among animals, animals, male animals don't see other male animals and feel excited. So I'm wondering where you are getting this one from. If you are having any form of inordinate affection, we, we will have to organize a deliverance session for you because it is the work of the devil. Don't think that this is how God created you. This is not how God created you. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go to the book of Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1, verse 31 and 32. Let's read something from there. Romans 1, 31 and 32. The book of Romans chapter 1, verse 31 and 32. It says, Without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only to the same, but also those who have pleasure in them that do these things. Hey, this is serious. So you will realize that in this verse, the Bible is talking about the people who practice these things as people who are worthy of death or who deserve death because it is an inordinate form of expression this is not how god created it and it goes on to say that even the people who delight in the people who do it so you may not be doing it you may not be doing it you may not be a homosexual but by the fact that you you support the homosexual movement bible says that you too you are worthy of death you are deserving of death oh this is serious so you, you don't just say that, oh, me, 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 I'm not a homosexual because uh, that is not how God created me and all of that. But I think people who are homosexuals, be allowed, uh, they should be allowed to do their own thing. Bible says that even you who is supporting them, you are deserving of death because it is an abomination unto God. This is serious. May God deliver our souls. We, we, we are running after things like human rights and all of that. And then we are doing things that are abominations unto God. May God deliver the world from such rainbow colors issues and all of that. In Jesus' name. Then the next thing or the next difficulty that single people face. This one is a powerful one. Amen. Is pornography and masturbation. Is pornography and masturbation. The next challenge that single people face is pornography and masturbation and this one is very 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 common these days with the increase in internet connectivity and high speed access to internet with the click of a button you are able to have access to dynamic videos and content on pornography and pornography and masturbation work hand in hand because one of them triggers another one. Hallelujah. Are we together? So, when we talk about pornography, it is said that for every second, every second, nearly 30,000 people, I took these statistics from a website, and they, they, did, they did a survey in America. But I believe that it is also applicable to us in Africa, because especially in Ghana, because we have access to the internet that we also have. So for every second, nearly 30, let me speak, let me speak Anglo, Anglo, so typical Anglo English, 30,000 persons, every second, 30,000 persons view pornographic websites. Hey, this, is, this is serious. 30,000 people viewed pornographic websites then for every minute internet users send more than 1.7 million pornographic emails more than 1.7 million pornographic emails then for every hour in the united states of america for every hour they release two hardcore videos hardcore videos pornographic videos so for every hour they release two hardcore pornographic videos fresh ones then in 
a day, an average of more than 2 million pornographic movies are rented. So people, people go and they actually rent pornographic movies. And then they come and sit down and watch. Then this one is the most dangerous part of it. For every month, nearly 9 out of 10 young men, 9 out of 10 young men, and 3 out of 10 young women in the United States of America view pornography. This is serious. 9 out of 10 and 3 out of 10. It means that males consume it more than females. Nonetheless, females also consume it. But you come to realize that with advancement in technology, it is very easy. Sometimes you may be even browsing a website and then suddenly a pornographic website will just pop up. And if you are not careful, you'll be tempted to click the thing and open it. Hallelujah. If you're not careful, you'll be opening the websites because the devil has designed the thing said that it is attractive. So immediately you open, you are, you, you are hooked onto it. And just a view of one video will lead you to another, to another, to another, until finally you are addicted to the thing. When we talk about masturbation, it is a process of getting yourself or oneself into sexual fulfillment. Without the involvement of another person. Once you start viewing pornography, the next thing you'll be doing is that you'll be masturbating. And Bishop says that a lot of the young people that he has counseled who had issues with low sperm count agreed that they were serious masturbators when they were very young. Amen. So, to avoid masturbation, Bishop says that to avoid masturbation, we must quit watching pornographic materials and quit also reading explicit descriptions of sex because all of these things will lead you to serious sexual habits. Serious sexual habits. Quit it. If you are watching, quit it. Amen. Seek help. Let somebody help you. If you are browsing the internet and it pops up, don't be tempted to open it. Pray in tongues and close it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Let's continue. Then the next thing Bishop talks about, he says that loneliness is not God's idea. Loneliness is not God's idea. Amen. And Bishop says that there is a difference between being alone and being lonely. There is a difference between being alone and being lonely. These are two different states or two different things being alone and being lonely. A lot of people who are single are seeking and rushing to get into relationships or to get married because to them they are lonely. And Bishop is saying that loneliness is not God's idea, but there is a difference between being lonely and, the, and then being single. So God created man and God saw that it was not good for man to be alone. It was not good for man to be alone. And then he made man a helpmeet. So it is actually God who saw that it was not good for man to be alone. And that is why God created a woman for the man. So marriage is God's idea. It's a good thing. But you don't go into marriage because you are lonely. Because there are a lot of people who are married and yet still they are lonely. There is a difference between being alone and being lonely. And Adam was not lonely. He was alone. He had a job he was doing. He was busy. Adam probably didn't even know that he needed a wife. The guy was busily working. It was God who saw from afar that it was not good for the man to be alone. And God offered Adam a wife. So for many of us, we have to go and get ourselves busy. And as you are busy fulfilling the call of God for your life and the assignment of God for you, you will find your wife in the assignment. Hallelujah. Are we together? That was what Adam was doing. He was busily working in the Garden of Eden. And then, in the course of his busyness and working for God, God actually gave him a wife. So, it is my prayer that as you are going about the work of God, not pausing to think about being lonely. But you are alone working with God, God Himself will connect you. You see, when you find your partner in your assignment, it is very fulfilling. 
because you know that on sunday we talked about being together and moving in one direction when you find your partner in your assignment it means that you are already running in a certain direction before you met the person so it becomes easy for you to run together amen are we together so let's continue bishop says again that adam was busy doing something so he probably did not even realize that he was single these are the words of bishop i'm reading amen perhaps he had finished naming all the animals so he realized that they had companions so god realized that adam needed someone who would be like him to keep him company and to relate with him and bishop says this is a express advice don't be anxious about getting a companion be busy working for god and you will find your companion in your busyness hallelujah amen all right so let's continue bishop shares some few things here again he talks about celibacy 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 and the scripture there is taken from the book of matthew chapter 19 19 verse 11 to 12 matthew 19 11 to 12 but he said unto them all men cannot receive the same save to those whom it is given for there are some who are enochs which were born so from their mother's womb and there are some who are enochs but they have been made enochs by men and for some they have made themselves enochs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven hallelujah so the scripture here is talking about three different levels of celibacy those who are made celibates or those who are made enochs by god from the womb they were born enochs they have been developed and designed by god to become enochs so such people mostly don't have desire for sex because that is how they were born that is how they were created it is something that is in their genetic makeup it is something that is in their physical and their mental makeup they are not moved by anything they see they are not turned on by any woman no matter how beautiful she is or no matter how nice the person may be they are not turned on and these people have no they don't even have a desire to be in any form of relationship if that is how you are designed or that is how you are created glory be to god enjoy your celibacy amen, amen. and then there, then there are some people who have been made enochs by men some who have been made enochs by men now in the olden days the queens were usually bathed or bathed by men who were castrated so the the castrated men have been made enochs by men and then they castrate them such that when they are buffing the, the queens they will not have any form of arousal or any certain and such people are incapable of having sex if you are such a person glory be to god enjoy your celibacy amen then we continue there are the third group of people who have been made enochs by themselves for the sake of the gospel an example like apostle paul he never married because he wanted to do the work of ministry he's a very clear example of a celibate in the bible now the first two people are not capable of sex or they are not aroused sexually or, or all of that but this third person or this third group of people they are actually active when they see something something's jump up they are capable of delivering but they have actually made a decision in their hearts in their minds to tame their emotions and their feelings so that they can be able to do the work of god hallelujah if you are such a person glory be to god enjoy your celibacy but bishop says that if you can't find yourself in any of these three groups of people then it is better to marry than to burn with passion hallelujah 
So if you are not in any of the three groups that we have just talked about, then prepare yourself. Make up your mind that you will marry. Because Bible says that it is better to marry than to be burning with passion. Hallelujah. Now, Bishop continues to say that if you don't belong to any of these three groups, then you are a candidate for marriage. Amen. You are a candidate for marriage. And if you have any sexual stirrings like that, and then the thing is, is fluctuating and, hey, and you see the lady and you are excited and you see the guy, you see him and then Charlie, adrenaline level rises. Blood is flowing through your body. Your body is doing you sugar cane, sugar cane. Bishop says that if you are in such a category, you are capable of marriage. So make up your mind that you are going to settle down and get married to somebody. But until you get married, Bishop says that it is not, it's not even Bishop who says that. It's scripture says that it is not allowed for you to engage in any form of sex. Hallelujah. Now let's look at what Bishop is saying. Let's go to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 7. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1 and 2. To buttress what we are saying now. It says, Now concerning the things whereof ye wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife, and let every woman have her own husband. <laughs> so the scriptures is saying that it is good. Paul was writing to the church in Corinth to address certain issues. And he was telling them that it is good that a man should not even touch a woman at all, to be celibate, because he himself was celibate. But he continues to say that, nevertheless, because once you are burning with passion, the edge is so strong, you may be tempted to enter into fornication. So if that is your case, if you are not celibate by, by birth, or you have not been castrated, or you have not laid down your sexual life for the sake of the gospel, then it is recommended to you to get married when you are ready for marriage. Hallelujah. Things to note. Things to note. So let's go through these things to note. About six of them. Things to note. The first one. Though the men in, in the olden days who used to bath the queens were castrated, it did not make them incomplete. It did not make them incomplete. They were actually complete people. Alright? So they decided not to engage in sex so that they can take on a certain responsibility of buffing the queens in the, of the day, it doesn't make, mean that they were incomplete. So Paul was a very complete man. He decided not to engage in sex because he wanted to advance the gospel of our Lord and Master Jesus. He was a very complete person. Number two, don't let anybody put pressure on you to get married because they think you are incomplete or because you think you are incomplete. Don't let anybody put pressure on you to marry. These days, by the time you finish SS, people start asking you, won't you marry? We are waiting for your wedding and all of that. Don't let anybody put pressure on you to get married. Get married at the time that you want to get married. At the time you are ready for marriage. Amen. Another time you look at what it means to be ready for marriage. It is not about having feelings or having erections when you wake up in the morning. It doesn't mean that you are ready to marry. Hallelujah. Then the next thing Bishop says is the essence of life is not to get married. So even though Bishop says that it is good for us to marry, according to even the Bible, 1 Corinthians 7, 1 and 2, it says that the essence of life itself is not to get married. You speak to a lot of young, peop young people these days and all that is on their mind, all they can ever think of is to marry. You ask them, what next? Marriage. After marriage, what? That's all. It's like their whole existence is now centered on getting a wife or a husband and settling down. Your life is worth more than marriage. God has a purpose for you. The reason for your living is not just to get married and that ends your life. The purpose of our living is that we will worship God and that we will fulfill His plans for our lives and for our generation. 
So don't be in a hurry to marry. Just for the, the fun of it. Just for the excitement of it. Just for the videos that you post on social media. No. Get married to fulfill destiny. Then the next thing Bishop says that we should note is that lack of maturity in a lot of people who get married without knowing what marriage is all about is actually creating a bad image of marriage. So a lot of people enter into marriage. A lot of young people, young people, single people rush into marriage without knowing what marriage is about. A lot of them have not taken time to study what marriage is about. They've not taken their time to read books on marriage, study scriptures about marriage, follow or, or read from other men of God or other people in society whose marriages are successful and they enter into marriage for the fun of it and they are creating a very bad image of what marriage is. Marriage is God's intent and marriage is meant by God that we enjoy it. So if you are not if you are married and you are not enjoying your marriage, it means that you are not enjoying God's original intent for you. The original intent for you is to enjoy the marriage. So take your time, precious one. Take your time, eh? Take your time. We know you are growing, but we serve a God of possibilities. Take your time and then select a partner by the leading of God. So that you can enjoy your marriage. As for me, I want to enjoy my marriage. Yeah, I want to enjoy it. So I am taking my time. Yeah. Then the next thing that Bishop talks about is that maturity. Point number five. Maturity is getting to the point where you prove you are responsible. And not how old you are. So you may be old. And you think that because you are old, you have to get married. But the question is, are you responsible? Are you capable of bearing responsibilities? Marriage is not just ice cream. Looks nice, tastes nice. Beyond it, there are responsibilities that come with it. Yeah, you can't marry somebody's daughter and then you not take care of the person. As a young woman, when you get married, you have to make sure that your, your husband is well fed. Are you ready for that responsibility? Amen. There are a lot of things that you have to do in marriage. It's not just about the show of it. It is actually a time of responsibility. Two people taking care of each other. And then children come into the equation. You have to take care of children. You pay bills. Alright? There are bills to be paid. There is laundry to be made. There is food to be cooked. Children have to go to school. Electricity bill has to be paid. You still have to pursue your vision and all of that. It's a time of great responsibility. And therefore, you don't want to enter into it very lightly at all. You want to take time. We know you are growing. But when you are able to prove to us that you are a responsible person, then maybe we can recommend a sister in church for you. Hallelujah. Because <laughs> we can't give our sisters to you and then uh, you not take good care of them. Then the last thing that Bishop talks about is that if you allow yourself to be rushed into marriage, you will end up in sorrow because it is possible that you will make a very big mistake. If you allow yourself to be rushed into marriage, you would end up in sorrow because it is possible that you make a big mistake. So marriage is not something we should rush at all. Marriage is not something we should rush at all. Alright, so let's wrap up with this other subtopic handling being single now you are single how do we handle the states a lot of insecurities are in the states where people think that they are incomplete where people think that their joy should be hanging on another person's shoulders and all of that how do we handle the whole state of being single and these are the points that bishop shares with us we want to take them very quickly amen bishop says that if you are not married Channel your energy into serving the Lord. Channel your energy into serving the Lord. And then the scripture over there is 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 32. 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 32. 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 32. If you are not married, channel your energy into serving the Lord. 
because as a single person you can serve god better yeah so on saturdays join us let's go for evangelism and visitation channel your energy come and do setup channel your energy amen so let's read the scripture that i just shared first corinthians chapter 7 verse 32 it says i would have you without carefulness he that is unmarried careth for the things of the lord how he may please the lord hallelujah the bible is saying that if you are not married the things you should be caring about is how you can actually please the lord not how you can actually please your your beloved you should be more worried about pleasing god as a single person than about how you can buy a wonderful gift for your beloved on valentine's day it is good to be zealously affected always in the right thing and bible is saying that we should be affected zealously in the things of the lord hallelujah bishop says that if you are unmarried keep working for the lord do not say that you will serve god better when you get married because the duties and responsibilities of marriage would definitely catch up with you and this is a man who is married for a very long time hallelujah so he has been a single he has served god as a single person before and then he is now serving god as a married person so if he's saying that it is better to serve god as a single person he has a point number two if you are single continue living a sanctified and committed life if you are single continue living a sanctified and committed life by attending services regularly amen you see when you are single you don't account to anybody especially a wife or a husband how you spend your time all right there is nobody who is demanding accounts of why you you went to church and then you didn't close early so you can serve god very well as a single person then the next thing bishop says that we should use our time for is that we should find ample time to fast and pray fast and pray as a single person find ample time to fast and pray amen then the next thing says that learn to intercede for others to receive their breakthrough learn to intercede for others to receive their breakthroughs channel all the negative or wrong emotions into interceding for other people and as other people are being blessed you are also being blessed he that watereth shall also be watered the next thing bishop says is that support the work of god with your finances support the work of god with your finances amen then number five give yourself effectively to bible studies give yourself effectively to bible studies because you will not be interrupted by male preparations for your spouse this is this is the words of bishop so i believe he's trying to say that when you get married there may be times that whilst you are doing your bible studies your, your spouse is demanding for food and you have to stop you have to stop the bible studies and go and take care of them you may be doing bible studies and your baby is crying you have to stop your bible studies go and attend to the baby and all of that so he says that what use yourself now commit yourself now give thyself unto study of the word whilst you are a single person because there is coming a time that you will not be able to have much time to be able to do bible studies and you will have to be surviving on the experience of the past as a single person then bishop says number four this one is very powerful if you are considering marriage don't go into the relationship with nothing don't go into the marriage relationship with nothing if you are a lady what are you bringing into the marriage are you coming empty-handed or you are coming with something an offer on the table and bishop says this one is very important because nowadays i've been hearing certain comments from ladies and it scares me listen to this one it says don't let the man provide everything for you don't let the man as a lady don't let the man provide everything for you you are already a complete person so get into the relationship as a complete person who is not going to be demanding or depending on any man for a bailout yeah 
This is very powerful. It's very powerful. Don't let any man provide anything for you because you, you are complete. It also means get a job. Get a job. The fact that <laughs> the person you want to marry is quite rich or has some money doesn't mean that you should go there empty handed. You should go. Get there with something. You are complete. You should be able to fend for yourself concerning certain things. As for you, every time, give me two cities. Every time, give me three cities. Come on. You don't need a bailout, okay? You are not marrying because you need financial help. You are marrying to fulfill destiny. Then the fifth thing that Bishop talks about is that get married out of your will and your heart. Get married out of your will and your heart. Get married out of your will and your heart. You are complete as a single person. So don't be forced into marriage. Choose your own partner. So that when the, the storms of life come, you not say that my mother chose you for me. Or my father chose you for me. I didn't like you before, but I was just considering something. That is why. No. Out of your heart. Alright? Out of your heart and your will. My daddy said that your father was good to his great-grandfather. So that is why I'm marrying you. Like you cry, what will I do with you? No, 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 no. Go there out of your own will and out of your own heart. In conclusion, Bishop says that as a single person, position yourself to enjoy the state of being single. Because once you lose the state of being single, as a Christian, you can never have it back. Amen. So you have to actually enjoy the state of being single. Enjoy it. Don't enjoy it. Don't be in it. You are not enjoying the thing. You, you, are, not, you are in a hurry to get married. You are in a hurry to start a family and all of that. Enjoy the state of singleness. Because as you marry, as a believer, as a Christian, there is no coming back to singleness. Divorce is unallowed. It's not permitted. Amen. So once you get married, you can't have your state of being single. So enjoy it right now. Enjoy it. Go to church, sing worship, lie on the floor. Because there is coming a time when you marry, you lie on the floor, you are worshiping, and your husband is looking at you with a third eye, wondering what, what, what is wrong with my wife. And then you are sleeping on the floor, you are worshiping God as a single man in your white white. And then your wife is watching you and thinking in your head, we'll see who watched this one for you. Amen. Enjoy the state of being single. Enjoy it now. Enjoy it now. Enjoy it now. This is the time that you can enjoy the state of being single. You are a single person. Don't be ashamed of the state of singleness. Because it is God who has designed the state of singleness to be a time that we enjoy our singleness. It is not a time to be engaging in unprofitable business. It is not a time to be engaging in things that are not recommended by God. You can enjoy the state of singleness without engaging in sex or sex-related issues. You can enjoy the state of singleness and feel complete without depending on anyone for emotional support, without depending on anyone to carry you on their wings of emotions. You can enjoy your state of singleness. Precious one, it has been a wonderful discourse this evening. So you want to share a word of prayer? You want to share a word of prayer tonight? You want to pray? You want to pray? You want to ask God to help you to be able to handle the state of singleness? You want to pray that, oh God, help me to handle the state of singleness. Help me to enjoy my singlehood in the Lord. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice, lift your voice. Lord, help me to handle my state of singleness. Help me, Lord, to deal with any, any issue. And any difficulty, Lord, that comes with singleness. Help me, Lord, to deal with the issue of pornography, masturbation. Lord, help me to deal with it. Help me to deal with it. Help me to, to flee, to run away from any form of engagement that is not holy. In the name of Jesus, oh, lift your voice, lift your voice, lift your voice. Oh, Lord, help us, help us, Lord. 
to quit any behavior. It will not help us to reach our destiny. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice, lift your voice, lift your voice, lift your voice. Any feeling or any inordinate affection towards the same sex, Lord, tonight we bind that demon in the name of Jesus. If there is anyone under the sound of my voice, if there's anyone who is going to replay this audio, who is battling with the issue of inordinate affection, same-sex attraction, Father, we bind that demon in the name of Jesus. We command such a person to be liberated by the power and the fire of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. If anyone is feeling inadequate concerning their physical makeup, concerning their biological makeup, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray a release of your fire. In the name of Jesus, who are such an individual, they are complete, O oh God. We pray that their eyes be opened, that they be able to recognize their uniqueness, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Above all things, Father, help us to enjoy our state of singleness. Help us to glorify you in our singlehood. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice, lift your voice, lift your voice. Oh, Spirit divine, all our nature refine, all our nature refine, refine us, Lord. Refine us, Lord, to be young people who be firebrands of holiness. Refine us, Lord, to be young people who carry ourselves about with purity. In the name of Jesus, that even as we get married one day, we'll enjoy our marriage. That we not look back in regret to God. In the name of Jesus, help us to handle, Lord, the pressure from parents, the pressure from friends, Lord, to enter into relationships that are not godly. Help us, Lord, to handle any family pressure, any parental pressure to get married that will marry out of our will and out of our hearts in the name of Jesus. By the power of the Holy Spirit, may we, Lord, not be influenced by social media. And what is happening on social media and how people are getting married and how people are portraying themselves on social media in the name of Jesus. Bible says that a man without self-control is like a city without walls. Father, help us to build the wall of faithfulness, the wall of discipline, the wall of self-control in the name of Jesus. That we present our bodies unto you a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto you by the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, we give you praise. Lord, we give you glory. We bless your name tonight. Thank you for the gathering of the saints, O God. Thank you for the gathering of the saints tonight. Thank you for the gathering of the saints tonight. Oh, we thank you tonight. We thank you tonight. We commit the rest of the week into your hand. For those that are writing quizzes, Father, we pray for grace for them. We ask that, that there be a release of grace of excellence. In the name of Jesus, see them true, Lord. See them true, Lord. See them true, Lord. In the name of Jesus. For those who may not be feeling well, anyone listening to me who is not feeling well right now, Father, we pray a release of the healing power of God. We bind every headache in the name of Jesus. We cast out every demon, Lord, of stomach ache and stomach pain, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We bind every back pain. We cast it out in the name of Jesus. And we release the grace of God, the healing power of God, in the glorious name of Jesus. Lord, we give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen.